Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. This is Danielle Hudson, and I'm here again with my husband, Daniel. Hello. <laughs> A happy Memorial Day week to everyone. Thanks for joining us. And so this week, as we study through the book of Proverbs, we are looking at Proverbs 17, verses 12 and 13. And I think really we're talking about the wisdom of having wise responses in these two verses. So verse 12, it says, Let a man meet a bear robbed of her cubs rather than a fool in his folly. Mm -hmm. And verse 13, If anyone returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. Let's start with talking about that one. Let a man meet a she-bear robbed of her cubs rather than a fool in his folly. Yeah. So we had a good laugh about this one because when we started talking about it, apparently I led with uh, too many statistics about bear attack survival and the efficacy of bear spray. (laughs) And Danielle didn't exactly know where I was going with that. And I said, well, it says it's better than. And so I was just kind of curious about bear attacks, maybe because I'm a guy, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. I was like, why are you trying to persuade me to get attacked by a bear? But he was saying it's better than. So he was saying, like, well, why would it be better? Why would King Solomon say it's better to be attacked by a bear than than really a fool in his or her folly? Yeah. Uh, and we were thinking even about the geese that are in the yard next door all spring. We've been watching geese have found their home there and laid their nests. And we've been very careful to yeah. not go near them, telling the kids not to go near them because we know even just geese yep. can be pretty territorial and pretty aggressive when protecting their young. Yeah. And it's a bird. So and we're talking a about a bear. Yeah. And so we're it just we kept thinking about that and asking that question, why why would it be better to be attacked by a bear? And we we're actually talking to Anna, our fourteen year old, and she had some really good insight. She said that um honestly well first she said it's gonna be quicker <laughs> the bear. Yeah. The like, bear attack is just it's fast and it's done. Like either you survive or you don't. But the fool, she was saying the fool, when you're in a relationship with the fool, it can be ongoing. Yep, yep. And she said even when you're in the context of the fool is it can, that relationship can lead you to sin. Mm -hmm. You know, being attacked by a bear while uh, is not great, you know, it's not going to lead you into sin. It's it just was interesting the comparison there that she drew. Yeah. Um. In in that in that aspect. Because you're not going to say bear. Why are you protecting your cubs, right? right? But with the fool, it's like we get pulled in. We can t- tend to get trapped in their foolishness. Um, where with the bear, she was even saying that, uh, and we have permission to quote her. We guess yep. that like if you survive it, that's like congratulations. Or even if you don't survive it, it's like honorable, like, oh, that was a rough way to go. But that if we, it's hard to survive an attack with a fool, 
because yeah. we get stuck in their stickiness and yep. their sin in their foolishness. Yeah. And people on the outside looking in kind of see the obvious of maybe get out of that relationship, mm-hmm. you know, step away from that, that foolishness, distance yourself, remove yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's, it's, it's very different going, you, you don't blame the person for being attacked by a bear, mm-hmm. but sometimes there is that, Hey guy, that toxic relationship, that, um, that foolish cycle, maybe step away from that. But so what do we do though, if we can't, what if it's a family member, a coworker, you know, how do we, how do we deal with fools? And I think Proverbs is full of that. And maybe it would help first to define a fool. Cause I think this proverb and lots of Proverbs are warnings against meeting in relationship with fools, but also like warning against us from becoming foolish. Cause I think for me, like it's easy to read this and be like, well, that's not that's not me. I'm not. But but here's a definition from Webster's 1828 Dictionary of a Fool. One who acts contrary to sound wisdom. One who follows his own inclination and prefers the trifling and temporary pleasures to the service of God um, in eternal, eternal happiness. And so it's it's not just non-Christians or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be Christians even can act foolishly. One who commits, one who acts contrary to sound wisdom. And so rather, I think there's two ways that we can look at this verse. Like one, we can say like, how do we then, why would he say that? How do we interact with with someone who's acting contrary to the wisdom of God? And then how do we guard against that? So how do we, what do we do if we're in, in a relationship? Uh, I think it's being led by the Holy Spirit. Cause even as you look through Proverbs, it will say, it'll seem to contradict itself. It says, don't approach, approach a fool with its folly. And it says, approach a fool with their folly. And I think it's being led by the Holy Spirit, how to approach a situation by situation. Um, because at, at the end of it, you want to be able to take that person to the cross. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to bring them to a point of them recognizing their sin, recognizing their foolishness and knowing that it's Christ that's going to help them through that. Mm -hmm. It's not, uh, power within themselves. It's not power within you, but it's the power of Christ that leads to transformation. And we need to be able to bring them in humility in love mm-hmm. to that point and to the cross where true transformation can happen. That's good. And not being accusatory, right? We're not mm-hmm. called to accuse um, people. We're, we're called, the scriptures encourages us to, like you said, point out to our brothers and sisters in Christ, like this is where you're struggling or this is where something, but, but, but even I think like having wise boundaries and, and most importantly, I think having self-control and yeah. our, and that's why we're talking about the wisdom, like having wise responses mm-hmm. that, um, that we have self-control, that we don't respond in foolishness, in anger, in selfishness, that we continue to mm-hmm. keep in step with the spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to, to fill us with his love, with the truth of the gospel so that what comes out of us is the love of Christ right. also. Right. That's really good. I think it's, I think that's something that 
I feel like I need the most help with in my life. Like, help me to remember to respond to everybody with love instead of just reacting out of, like, inconvenience or frustration. Because we all, I think, at the end of the day, want to be pointed towards Christ, Mm -hmm. you know, in our actions, in in our interactions. We all want to be more Mm Christ-like and to have someone in our lives that's pointing us to that, I think is is an incredible thing instead of pointing out our folly Mm -hmm. because I can be foolish, Mm -hmm. um, but I want to be pointed towards Christ, Mm -hmm. not pointed at my shortcomings. Mm -hmm. That's point not pointing out our foolishness or our sin or our selfishness Mm -hmm. but saying that's something we all have in common um some sort of foolishness of acting contrary to the wisdom of god right that's something that we have in common with everybody i love that pointing them to christ instead of to our own sin pointing to our sin helps us for the moment where we can take that and respond to that realization and then turn to the cross um but instead if we stay pointed at our sin, that leads to shame, which Mm -hmm. is why shame is not why Jesus came for us. It is destructive. Yeah. Wow. That's good. I appreciate those thoughts a lot. Thank you. Okay. And then verse 13, it says, if anyone returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. And so again, I think this is talking about how to respond wisely. Yeah. That if someone is, good to us because we can't control if people are being good or evil towards us mm-hmm. so we have to look at this for our own selves so if someone is good or evil to us that we respond in good pastor talked about this in church on sunday also about like the eye for an eye and loving our enemies and if they demand our cloak you know if they demand that you walk a mile with them walk the second mile and so i think it's all these are related and how can we respond with humility, seeing that each person that we're interacting with is made in the image of God, carries the image of the Lord in them, right. has a plan for their life according to the, to, to the scriptures, according to the will of God. And so how can we honor that and respond not out of our own selfishness or our own shortcomings? And I think this too reminds me of what Pastor was talking about Sunday about how we have to feed the spirit and starve the flesh. And each one of these choices that we make where we choose to not respond just out of our quick emotion or our quick response or whatever our feeling is, but if we choose to choose self-control, to choose love, that strengthens that. And then that that honors the Lord and it honors the Yeah, I was just going to say it honors the individual because they might be responding poorly, but they're responding out of weakness. And so we can honor them by responding out of the strength of Christ in that moment. Mm -hmm. And maybe the next time that interaction goes goes a little bit better. And so we can respond out of the strength of Christ in that moment and help break that cycle of of evil begetting evil mm-hmm. and maybe the next 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 time they respond out of the holy spirit as well yeah that's good because everyone's going through stuff everyone has life everyone has reasons that they do things and author paul tripp talks about this 
a lot in his parenting books. And he says, like, our children don't wake up in the mornings and say, like, how can I ruin my mom's day? They are sinful. And they just make their choices. They don't not make their beds to spite their parents. They don't make their beds because they're forgetful or they're lazy or they didn't use discipline in their planning or they're not using self-control. And so it's people so many times aren't necessarily doing what they do because they want to ruin your day (laughs) and sinning against us. They're acting out of her, acting out of sin, acting out of pain. Um, And we just sort of, like the bear, get caught in like the... It doesn't say we stole her cubs, right? Just like acting out. And so I think when we can see with compassion uh, and understand and respond with love and grace by the power of the Holy Spirit... That's a way that that we can honor God in very, I don't even want to say it's small, Mm -hmm. small moments that are really... Practical. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Why don't we pray and ask the Lord to help us with that? God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that it is your wisdom and it is out of your nature and character that we can respond appropriately. God, help us. Help us to do that throughout this week. Help us to recognize moments when when we're not, when we're responding out of that sinful nature and so that we can repent and submit that to you and that we are able to respond out of your nature. And we thank you for that. That is a grace that you give us that ability. And we thank you for that. Help us to walk humbly. Help us to know and be okay with the fact that we're imperfect people trying to walk more closely with you and to become more Christ-like. And uh, help us to continually point others to you because it's, it's in you that we have true life change. And we thank you for that gift in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at Bethel Christian dash mi dot org or find us on social media to stay updated on upcoming episodes please consider subscribing to the podcast we pray you will be empowered to live learn love and lead in the power and love of christ